niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Yo, 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 niggas is watching, niggas, niggas watching, we back, we yes. back for uh, yes. episode 18, is this 18? 18. This is 18, I apologize y'all, I'm a little stuffy still, niggas is recovering, but yeah. niggas have been watching niggas while have been I've been watching. recovering. You while they're recovering. Uh, that's the best way to recover. That's the real. best, I mean, what other way would, would I, what, should I recover? You know, what other way should a person recover than know, to be bro. watching great television, great film, both? Yeah. Um, you know, some some music sprinkled in there, but yeah, without a doubt, a you know, escaping to uh whatever world Hollywood puts in front of you. Yeah. Um bro. speaking of Hollywood, hey, let's talk about it. <laughs> you know, we we that's what we do. We talk Hollywood shit, but we talk a lot of stuff. But anywho, speaking of movies like we here on Niggas Watching are always speaking of, because that's the point of the show. Niggas is watching movies, niggas is watching shows, so we can bring it to you. And we giving you the raw, unfiltered version of how you niggas need to be watching these shows and movies, too. Absolutely. Hollywood, you know, has been lacking something a lot lately. I don't know if it's really lately or has it been over the past maybe decade? I don't know. But um, there's a... There's been some some interesting uh, conversations I've seen on the timeline lately. Yes, yeah. Um, movie stars in Hollywood. How do you feel? Like, do are there any legit movie stars left in Hollywood today? Like current day Hollywood, do we still have that like big movie star, that like, big box office draw that it doesn't even matter how shitty the film may be. If they are in it. it. If they are in it, you're it's, going it's to watch. Making bread. You know how it once was for you know when Vin Diesel used to be a huge movie star once upon a time, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of no. Kind of. Um, Tom Cruise, of course. Tom Cruise. He still uh, is. Tom he Cruise probably is, still, is one yeah, of the uh, still probably one of the most profitable movie stars today. Yeah, and uh, he, he might be the um, <laughs> only one left. One of the only ones. One left. of the only ones left. One of the uh, only ones left. You know, in 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 a ton of other, you know, Jim Carrey. You know, Jim Carrey was uh, definitely. I mean, um, sheesh. They got three number one movies in a year. You know, we talked about one of our favorite movie stars on this show. Fucking, uh, we, uh, we, we gave him like a 20, 30 minute episode. Yeah, well, Eddie Murphy. Uh, subset of the uh, yeah, category. Yeah. We talked about him for a fucking long time. We, and we continue, <laughs> obviously, we conti- will continue uh, to talk about this nigga. Yes, um, Eddie Murphy. But you yeah. know, do we have, and I know there's some female movie stars out there that, that who, who like, give me some some of our, our lovely female movie stars out there that we have. Uh, or, from the past? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Uh, I would say Jolie. Angelina Jolie, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt looked like she was. Was she Love was, Hewitt a was she a movie she star? Was, she I was. She was on a trajectory, you know, with like a lot of those teen and it just didn't work, ish huh? films. Uh, you know, uh, can't Harley Wade and I know what you did last summer. Yeah, but it just never crossed. It over. never really quite panned out. Even okay. though, shout out to to Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's been in uh, for the past. I want to say. Two, three seasons. She's of been 9-1-1? on. Yeah, she's yeah, been on yeah, yeah. she's been, she's good been on killing 9-1-1. it. Yeah. Um, 
Halle Berry's one though. Halle Berry, of Halle course. Halle Berry's one for sure. Oh golly, you know you could, for the most part, you could still put Halle Berry in a, in, a, in a movie, and people are still gonna yeah. go. You know, it may not be nearly as many as it once was, but nah, it was, I, mean, I mean, we talked there's about not many people, before. Yeah, and there's not many people who just go to the movies nearly as much as they used. Yeah, to. so, so. that's that's kind of what I was gonna say. Um, the reason we almost don't have movie stars is fucking. A lot of people just don't go to movies. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people that do go to the movies, like, they want to see something good. Like, their mm-hmm. friends told them it was a good movie. They saw the reviews or whatever trusted person that does reviews. They're like, yeah. okay, this is going to be a good movie. Or they're already invested in, like, the characters or the franchise. Mm-hmm. That's why they'll go to the movies. Um, Tom Cruise is kind of the only person left that, like, if you see his name on a marquee, mm-hmm. you're going to go. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock is a big one. Dwayne we'll get, Johnson. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more mm-hmm. later. But um, uh, are Affleck and Pitt still still drawing? Uh I wouldn't say. Nah, nah. I don't think I don't think Affleck and Pitt are still drawing. Uh, Affleck for sure is not still drawing. Brad Pitt. Um, what was the shit just came out? Bullet Train actually did Bullet pretty Train. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bullet Train did pretty well. He's um, uh, in Babylon too, right? Coming out. Yeah, like, but I, I don't, I don't think Babylon's gonna like go crazy at the box office. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Babylon's I agree. Gonna go crazy it, at the box it's probably office. gonna be another one of and, those big budget yeah, ones that could have been on streaming you know, services. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, <laughs> we talked about that when I saw. We Amsterdam. talked about yeah, that, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but um, so the interesting thing about actors like say Brad Pitt or even George Clooney. George Clooney's actually Clooney. another mm. box office draw. Still, actually, because his last movie did really, really well mm-hmm. on a low budget. Uh, World I think it did 130 and like it had like a budget of like 20 mil or something like that, maybe less than that. Denzel um, still's a movie. He's we still, oh yeah, Denzel still, Denzel still, still consider a him a movie star. Yeah, yeah. Denzel's still a movie star. But I, um, I wonder if you know with with the question. Shout out to a uh, uh, friend of the show, Tori. Shout out to um, Was her question more so talking about like movie stars that we watched in real time? Because when you think about Denzel Washington, he, he you know, we're, we're not old guys. No, he we're not. He was already a star when yeah, we were growing like, up. By the time I saw him, like my first movie in the theaters, Denzel was already clearing. He was already, yeah. Same thing with Tom Cruise. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio. Um, fucking Brad Pitt. Yep. Uh, not Jim so Carrey, much, which is like Jim all of Carrey, these people. Not mm-hmm. so much uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, we kind of saw in ah. real time. True, true, um, but there's true. nobody that's like okay. When I was like a teenager going to movies, like they're a movie star to this day. The only person is like maybe Robert Downey Jr. But you could mm. say that's fully because of Iron of Man. Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like right. if he any other film he did outside of Iron Man didn't do Iron Man numbers. This um, is true. Even though Zodiac was, it's one of your favorites too. That's one of my favorites. But I mean that he one wasn't the lead. And two, they didn't do Iron Man numbers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was pre-Iron Man. I was pre-Iron Man. But, um, that's pre-Iron Man. That, that, that's right. That was that's pre-Iron Man. Like literally. 06, 07? 07, 07. Ah, yeah. yeah One yeah. year, literally a year before. A year before <laughs> Iron Man. Um, so, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so, in terms of the only person that real time like could be considered like a movie star, or, like mm-hmm. a available movie star that we kind of saw is like Michael B. Jordan. Michael mm. B. Jordan might be the only one, but I was telling um, Tori when I was like on the thing, I was like, he kind of went the Ben Affleck route. Like he's like a black Ben Affleck in the sense that he starred in like these bigger movies. He did like some kind of independent stuff. Like how are you feel as, about him as an actor? He's done film roles that are like, okay, these are like really good films for like an actor of your caliber. Like yeah. this is like, these are like some all-time classics almost. And like you've been in some stuff that's like really, really well known. And then he's kind of pivoting into directing and producing now you know what I mean similar yep. to Ben Affleck um, and I feel like Ben Affleck as a director mm-hmm. and writer 
Like that's, Affleck, that's really his. Bro, Ben Affleck is almost always the worst actor in his own in, movies. In you know own. what I mean? Like he'll direct himself, and it's like, bro, you actually should have outsourced this role <laughs> to somebody. But I also understand, like, okay, yeah. you probably could have only <laughs> got this movie financed if you were starring in it. If so he like, was I starring in the film, right? I get it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and this is obviously once again not to take anything from uh, Ben course. Affleck because I think it was really good in Gone Girl. Really good um, in Gone Girl. Very but, good in Gone Girls. Probably my one of my favorite roles of recent years that I can still yeah. remember. Was it even though that wasn't recent years? It was like ten years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, actually, damn, <laughs> time flies. Uh, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, but no, I was gonna say like the so people just don't necessarily want like Tom Cruise almost Tom Cruise and The Rock are almost like breaking the rule of like what people want to see in theaters. But like even they had to do really good movies to kind of re-break those box office records that people are used to seeing them break. Um, I feel like nowadays you won't see like a, a random, like I guess the way that uh, Jim Carrey kind of had those three number one movies in a year. Like I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again. Or like Eddie Mur- I don't think so, bro. Like Will Smith being like you know Mister the Fourth of July. Every time he had some shit drop yeah. on a Fourth of July weekend, like it was going doing crazy numbers. Like I don't. Nobody's gonna really. The only way we'll see some shit like that is if like say Michael B. Jordan. If Michael B. Jordan does like a Ryan a Ryan Coogler movie every summer type mm. shit, you know what I mean? Like I hear you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like or if Ryan Coogler did some shit like he did a, a, a Ryan Coogler movie this year, then next year he'd do like a Jordan Peele movie, and a year after that he'd do like a, a fucking Chris Nolan movie. Like it, it's it's hard to in that scenario. Like yeah, of course, like that nigga's gonna be like a bankable movie star. He's gonna mm-hmm. be like a movie star in that sense. But like those directors don't really operate the same way older directors used to. Like, remember there was a time when, like, I, uh, Leo DiCaprio would go from doing, like, a Spielberg movie to, like, a Scorsese movie mm-hmm. to, like, a fucking, you know... James a, Cameron. James Cameron movie to, like, another fucking Scorsese another movie. Another Scorsese like, film. Like, yep. these niggas was just putting out movies at, like, a a little bit more swiftly. You know what I mean? Compared to, like, how niggas how it doing is now, it now. Yeah. Um, and, of course, what people want out of movies now. Like, not every movie has to kind of be on the caliber of like in terms of like what we're seeing has to be as good or comparable to like a Scorsese a Spielberg a Cameron like you mm-hmm. gotta be wild by whatever the fuck you're watching or else you're not gonna give a fuck this and is true everything goes to streaming you can put anybody in these fucking roles this it's, is very true it's like whoever the best actor or actress is is gonna lead it um, yep. but I, you know what one person I didn't mention Viola Davis yeah, I was. I, I, we, were, we were gonna get to her. Yeah, you would say that you would consider her a a, a big box office draw or a big enough. Yeah, box office absolutely, draw. absolutely, too. absolutely. I and I think that's one that we saw in real time. Yeah, I think that's one that we saw in real time. Um, we saw one. You know, unfortunately, we have one get cut short. Ah, uh, Chadwick um, Boseman. Yeah, yeah, Chadwick Boseman. But we we saw his star rising and, yeah. and it was rising pre-Black Panther it that's was. how he got the role as Black Panther damn so actually now that you mention I think he probably would have been like the last one that was like rising he was right there bro he that's was right really there crazy. yeah wow <laughs> this makes me even sadder that he's gone yeah <laughs> even sadder that he's yeah. gone um, and I guess The Rock we kind of saw in real time Cause I do remember we definitely a, saw The Rock in yeah, real time. I, I do remember being a kid and we watched like watching Scorpion, Scorpion King, King and being like, okay, like you know, just seeing a lot of his movies. Even I think I mentioned on the last episode, but or maybe I didn't. But I remember when Black Adam when he first kind of announced that he was playing Black Adam, he was like mm-hmm. on the press tour for another movie that I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this because The Rock's in it. It's like oh seven, you know? yeah, like oh seven or whatever. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, do you got any other movie stories? You feel like? Uh, I mean, besides those names that that we mentioned, like some some that we are watching in real time, like in you just real said. Time. Uh, those that you just mentioned are for sure we've we watched in real time, and you mentioned, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan for sure is like. Uh, I yeah. mean, w- I think Creed is gonna really, like, whenever Creed does come out next yeah. year, I think that'll be another one of those like. Tests for like his box office draw because yeah. he brought people out for Creed one and two, but this was also pre-pandemic, right? It was. What was Creed two? Was that twenty? Creed two was like 2018. 2018, 2019? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. No, it was twenty It came out some months after Black Panther. Okay, that, that that's right. Yeah. So let's see what what Creed if can he bring people out now post-pandemic? Not to say yeah. pandemic's over, but now with with these these new rules in place as far as like. For people, I guess, because not everybody's going to the theaters anymore. But that's just they, that's I'm, just it. Like not. the only thing that is drawing people to theaters are is IP now. Yeah. Like it's not I mean, really but, the but name Creed as is, much. Is, Creed is, is IP. IP. Creed is IP. So I do think you know you were pretty spot on with as far as naming like him as one of those other rising movie stars that we saw in real time. I mean, The Rock and Viola Davis too, sure. Yeah. But I guess someone who is a you know. Like, Michael B. Jordan is one of those guys. Like, we watched him in The Wire. Yeah, Friday um, Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. That's actually where I first, first saw him, because I didn't see The Wire until, like, I watched HBO. After Friday Night Lights. Yeah, so I you saw, saw- yeah, so I saw Friday Night Lights. Then I saw The Wire, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, this Wasn't he in Hardball? He wasn't Hardball. You know? He wasn't Hardball. Like, and that, that's, uh, so, when I, um, Friday Night Lights is, like, the only thing that he's, like, been really good in mm-hmm. and didn't die. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> This is Although very Creed, true. Creed is no, decent as Creed. This Creed, is spot on. But but Friday Night Lights is like okay, we're talking like the best Michael B. Jordan shit. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like that's the one where it's like you don't on. die and and like okay, you're great in this motherfucker. Like yeah, because he was in Chronicle as well. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, Chronicle. Was, I, mean, yeah. I remember Chronicle. Yeah, he was in Chronicle. He was well. Uh, nah, I guess you won't. Niggas ain't really. I bet they want to try to bury that one when he was uh, uh, uh in uh, Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't got to talk about that. Let's talk about that one the better. <laughs> Let's talk about that uh, one better. They don't even ask him about that shit on press tours, I, bro. That's I don't, how, I, yeah. That's how. That's how bad that, that whole experience went. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he tell. He probably like has his pubs to tell people like don't don't ask don't about, ask don't me bring about it up that at all. That movie you know didn't I mean? even happen, which is crazy, bro. If if we can just for for yeah. a small second here, we can come back to movie star talk. Glad we brought up Fantastic Four. I want to give a shout. This is this is. In the Fantastic Four, you know, universe, even though it's, you know, it's Marvel. Yeah. Um, but uh, once upon a time, we had a Fantastic Four film, and the uh, voice of the Silver Surfer was none other than... Oh, man. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Yeah, we were talking about this outside. Yeah. And I just want to take a little time to, to give Lawrence Fishburne some flowers, bro. Like, yeah, please. Over the past few days, like I, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, yeah. Nick was a little under the weather. Yeah. So I took some time and watched some old 90s films, and I watched King of New York. Okay. Christopher Walken, Wesley Snipes, Lawrence Fishburne, and Deep Cover, mm. Lawrence Fishburne, Jeff Goldblum. Like, th- that pairing right there. Yeah. Was, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. crazy, cover. right? I might need to see Like, when I watched cover. it, bro, I'm like, and that's, and that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I can't even... Really think like when did I ever watch Deep Cover? I don't think I ever had I watched ever Deep only Cover. heard of the movie, knew of the soundtrack. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, of course. Uh, but did I ever sit and watch the film? Watched it this past Friday, bro. And banger. 
Yes. Yes. Like, it's a quintessential 90s crime yeah, drama man. noir you, you, type come film. On, it's up my alley. Um, right up your alley. I um, love this shit. And I'm like, wow. Just those, I think, and I want to say, like, how close those films were to, I want to say King of New York and Deep Cover were, like, maybe a year or two apart. I can't remember which one was first. I want to say Deep Cover was first. Okay. But it might have been King of New York, actually. Um Wesley Snipes, too, he he had a little string of crime films in there, too, in the early 90s. But we talking about Lawrence Fishburne here, man. I just wanted to give him a, 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 just some time, you know, just wanted to highlight. No, shout like, him out. Honestly. This is one of those guys, man, who still to this day is like a force in Hollywood. Whenever you no, see his is. name attached to something, as producer, as director, or, you know, I know he was in Blackish. Uh, pretty was. much a whole fucking series. <laughs> yeah. Um. What do you EP on Blackish too? Or, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Um. I mean, was he? I didn't watch the most recent Matrix. Did he make an appearance? Oh my god! Tell me, please. No, he, I mean, he they archival footage. They had him, but he would. He didn't. But he no real time, Larry. Yeah. Which he. I mean, I guess he was a bit indifferent about. Um, he wasn't very happy initially that he wasn't brought on. He said he saw it and he's like, he understands why he wasn't in it, but he was also like, y'all brought everybody else back. Why yeah. the fuck y'all ain't bring me back? Why are you but, not bringing back one of the main niggas that people were coming here to see besides uh, Keanu bro, Reeves? It's, man, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Keanu know. Reeves movie star. Is he? Is he not? Is Keanu Reeves not a movie star? Ladies and gentlemen out there, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, yeah, get with us. Yeah. Because... Niggas are going to see John Wick because of what? Because of Keanu Reeves. Okay, Keanu so look, Reeves. so look, so look. You got, damn, it's tough. Because you got, okay, you got Bill and Ted, obviously. Mm-hmm. You got Speed, obviously. Point mm-hmm. Break, mm-hmm. Matrix series, then John Wick. But there's, there's, Is that it's, of- it's a lot of shit in between that just wasn't. But I like a lot of his in between films. I oh, like no, them. I'm not saying that they're bad. Uh, I'm talking okay. about in terms of like, are they. Box office draw now, numbers. So, and so if we're going to put them in the same, like, okay. Denzel, Leo. So we have to have tiers of movie it's, stars. It might have, we might have to have We have tiers to have an of, episode where we actually I think so. We go, do like movie star tiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might have to. Because Tori, we got to bring you on that episode. Yeah, Tori, um, you coming on for that one. That yeah. was, that's got that's going to be a, a tough one. That's going to cause a lot of debates. Yeah, but for sure. I, I think I think that Keanu Reeves is proof that there needs to be tiers. Even, I'm going to say it now, now because we can move on. It's, it's all, go ahead. But, Brad Pitt mm. also proves why we mm. need to have you tears. tears. Is I, Gosling a movie star? Is that a tier? Is he a tier of movies? So look, Gosling, see, Gosling. This is gonna, see, this is going to turn into. And look, anytime, look, we so the group chat got a bad oh problem. Whenever boy. we talk about Ryan Gosling or Jake Gyllenhaal, things always go sideways. Somebody <laughs> somebody always get their feelings hurt. It's usually me. Uh, somebody always usually. start talking crazy. It's usually me. Usually. Usually me. Because his feelings hurt, so now he's talking so nuts. So now I'm talking nuts. Now I'm talking nuts. But whenever we bring up Ryan Gosling and Jake Gyllenhaal, it gets tough. But I'll say this about Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling was supposed to be a movie star. Mm. But he damn near chose not to. There's a lot of roles he probably could have took and probably could have did, and he would have been a movie star. But the roles that he did take and that he did do... It's like they didn't. They weren't really box office. They draws. weren't box office draws. So like he's a decent enough actor that it's like okay, people are going to see the movie, but it's like, it's like a, a people when you're like, oh, my favorite rapper is like you know Jay Z, and somebody's like, well, what about KRS One? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like that. Not to say Ryan Gosling is KRS One, but it's like mainstream versus underground. Yeah, um, I get you. So no, we're, we're gonna have to do the tears. We're gonna have to do the tears because yeah, because that's gonna yeah, we need to really get it get a little Ooh. bit deeper into that, you know, and. uh 
because it has to be tears because all most of these names we mentioned here are they are movie stars in their own right. It, it's a reason or it, a reason. There's yeah. a reason why they were they signed on to these films or they yes. were cast in these roles. Absolutely. I, you know, look, I say it all the time. At the end of the day, some of these movies can only get made when you have a certain actor. A certain actor, caliber of an actor. Yeah, a certain yeah. caliber of an actor, a certain box office draw mm-hmm. at like leading this film. Is this true? Um, actor, actress. Uh, so, yeah, there, no, there needs to be tears because some movies take a while to get funded mm-hmm. when you got certain people leading them, you know what I mean, versus other ones that's like, it goes from sitting on the shelf forever to like, oh, it's greenlit now. Greenlit. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we got we to gotta do like tears and then we got to take... We got to do current tiers, so we got to take everybody's whole career. But you know what? I want to one-up you all, and we could talk about this, you know, on another episode or in a group chat. I feel like directors have started to take over that that draw. Not really have started to, because people have, you know, you put a, a director, you know, uh, you know, critically acclaimed director on a film, you know, a Scorsese, like you said, James Cameron, or yeah. you know, Chris Nolan. You put their names on films, you know, they, they've always had a draw, but... Where we've had a vacancy in the movie stars, not really a vacancy, I guess. Um, those directors have still been the draw oh, yeah. to films. Yeah, I, I think mean, that's been the more consistent than having like a movie star, you know, per decade. I agree. You've always had a director who has stayed around. Like, oh, it's a yeah. Scorsese film. Hey, I'm going look, to see I, it. We talked about a Chris Nolan film. I'm going to see fucking it. M Night Shyamalan. M- we talked M- about M Night. Yeah. Motherfuckers will go see it, like Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Like it's 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 you put a certain name on a film that they're directing it. Yeah. Motherfuckers going. So it's almost now, like not almost now, but a lot of times, like that is the film saving grace. Is like, damn, we don't have a legitimate movie star leading this film, but it's an M Night Shyamalan film. Yeah. But it's a Jordan Peele film, you know. Yeah. But it's a a a a Chris Nolan film, you know. Fucking who did Nolan was that? uh, John David. John David, yeah, you know, leading leading tenant, and, and I think I brought it up on an episode uh, where we were talking about like mid actors, like how I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> John David Washington, <laughs> John David Washington leading tenant wouldn't have happened like ten or fifteen years ago, like ten or fifteen yeah. years ago, you would have saw an actor like Brad Pitt or George Clooney, like that type of 100%. a mid actor leading it. But because we're in a kind of an era where like movie stars aren't as important, yeah, then you can get the best possible actor for the role. Because John David Washington did most of his own stunts in the film. Like, because he has that football background, did all the fight scenes, like, he did the little bungee shit. It was so fire, bro. No, it was a (laughs) fire-ass movie, but like... yeah. Yeah, but like, okay... George Clooney and Brad Pitt ain't finna do all their own stunts or that shit. At all. And, and I, I would dare to say they're the exact same caliber mid-actors John David Washington. I don't, I don't dispute that. Yeah, so... I think that's that's definitely the area we live in. You're right. Like now, now the movie stars are the directors, writers. Um, they're not even like the, some of the studios because like people kind of guess. Also true. People kind of guess. Even though come on now, we're not gonna even do that. Let's segue. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. You know, you see where I'm about to go with this. You, you put A24's name in that fucking early. Motherfuckers is going to it, bro. Motherfucker, or at least they're gonna say they're gonna go to it. <laughs> This is, yep. They're going to say that. It's going to get a lot of YouTube views. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I know we kind of got, you know, a little semi-off topic. We, we still did, within the we realm. Did. But Lawrence Fisher, man, you know, shout out Lawrence to him Fish and Brian. being one of those consistent black figures, but just Absolutely. figures in Hollywood yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a, a all phenomenal these decades. Actor. Before we get off of, off of Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> before we get off of the subject of, of Lawrence Fishburne. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah, much better way. Favorite 
Lawrence Fishburne role. You got one? Tough. Tough. That's a probably tough Matrix. One, probably probably the first Matrix. Probably the first Matrix. If not that. I mean Boys in the Hood was fire. Boys in the Hood was fire, bro. I might I might have to go with Morpheus. Yeah, that's that's that was gonna be mine. I probably gotta go with Morpheus. I mean it's just a, such a like, fire role. Mm-hmm. Really, just such a fire role. Like, yep. how how can you even hate on it? Even though the even, as shitty of a person as he was, in what's love got to do with it? Oh, the nigga was, the nigga that, was stellar. The he nigga he was performed stellar. the fuck out of uh, out of Ike. Yeah, out of Ike. And you know, so interesting story. We'll, we'll probably yeah, say this ahead. and we'll move on. But so they told him that if he probably would have campaigned for uh, best supporting actor that year, he might have won. I think that was the year Anthony Hopkins won for. For Silence of the Lamb. Really? I think that was the year he won for Best Actor. But everybody knew he was going to win for Best Actor. Like, everybody was like, okay, so, like, you should... Told Lawrence, you should probably try to go for Supporting Actor. But he was like, yo, I was the lead actor in that movie. Like, I'm not about to... He wasn't a supporting actor. Yeah, he's like, it wasn't a supporting performance. Like, I don't care about winning or losing. Like, for me, it's about, like, what I am, what I did. So, you know what I mean? He he, Hats off to him for that. Yeah, so he he purposely went into, like, the, uh, the lead actor category for that reason. Which I was like... Much respect to that nigga. Absolutely, because I mean, I would have never fucking you know reduced him to being a supporting actor yeah, in that film. Now. Just win an Oscar, and <laughs> right. he might not even won. And and, and yeah, right, it, and <laughs> it wasn't guaranteed still. Um, but yeah, the first man. I mean, he has a lot of iconic roles. Uh, a lot, but just you know, shout out. To, I brought up the Silver Surfer because we were talking about oh, we briefly Very talked briefly. about. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and Fantastic Four. Yeah. If Michael B. Jordan is word to hear the audio of us talking about Fantastic Four, he would probably have his people reach out to us like, y'all niggas need to scrub that whole little like that whole little three minutes, five three to five minutes. Hey, look, hey, look, give us give us some Creed tickets, Creed premiere tickets. We probably make that happen. I'll I'll renounce. I'll come on air and I will renounce Fantastic Four, the film. (laughs) I love the comics. The four, yeah, the film. The film. You know what I mean? The film. And not not the ones directed by the black dude, the oh. one directed by the white guy. <laughs> okay, but you know what, bro? It's crazy because, fan, fan, Lawrence Fishburne as a Silver Surfer, um, that was probably my intro to the Silver Surfer, or really to the Fantastic Four franchise. I can't remember knowing much about them yeah. prior to that film, and um, him voicing the Silver Surfer and just the Silver Surfer being a. All around that nigga. Yeah, so the server was that nigga. I mean, he's that nigga in the comics, he but he was, was definitely guy. that nigga in fucking the film. He bro. was that guy. That's that, crazy. That, man. But, man. No, for sure, my two of my favorite. But movie star, Lawrence Fisher was a movie star, but tears. Tears yeah. here, tears here, tears here. But someone who is absolutely clearly a top tier top tier movie star top tier. is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Motherfucking Rock Johnson recently had a movie come out. He sure did. That we talked about a couple episodes ago. Absolutely. And I believe now we have both seen that film. We both have seen it. So y'all know what time it is. It's y'all time know to, what time, time, to, time to review is. this motherfucker. Black Adam. You know what I'm saying? Black Adam. Half Black Adam. Half Black <laughs> Adam. Yeah. Half Black Adam. Half Nigga Adam. Half Nigga Adam. Half Nigga Adam. I was calling him Nigga Adam for a while. Half Nigga Adam. <laughs> Adam. Got to be very clear about that. So you you want to go first? I want to hear what your thoughts on. Yeah, it, man. we could we could, I could knock mine out real quick because Davey Dean, ladies and gentlemen, is the resident goddamn comic man around this big bitch. I am. I, I know am. the theatrical stuff. You start asking me about the stuff of the comics, I am going to direct you to him <laughs> <laughs> or Google. Google is your friend. Yeah, it but is. um, I loved it, bro. 
I did. I I really, really for a film that was fifteen years in the making. Oh, bro! Um, if not longer, actually. if not longer, yeah, it's probably technically um, it was probably longer. Oh man, I I really, really enjoyed it. I think it was it checked off every box that I look for yeah. in a big budget superhero film or yeah. antihero, whatever yeah, you yeah. consider mm-hmm. Black Adam. Yeah. Um, the Rock delivered in his role. He didn't. He wasn't overacting. Um, or anything like that. He was no disrespect, but not that he could. (laughs) (laughs) Um, very committed. You could, you can tell that this was his passion project, like he'd said. You can tell that this is something that he'd put a lot of years and time and energy and effort into really bringing this character to life that we could see in IMAX. Because if you didn't watch it in IMAX, what the fuck were you doing? But you know, hey. You know, uh, to each, to each. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To each, to each. Some niggas may not even have an IMAX near them. That's I. We live in Hollywood. Yeah, IMAX are all around this big bitch. My God, just start, (laughs) just bootleg the shit. You don't got an IMAX. You understand me? But watch uh, the can version. (laughs) Yeah, bro. I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and for a DC superhero film, which we know DC films to be very, very hit or miss. Super hit or miss. Whereas, bro. you know, Marvel films are usually relatively good. You know, yeah. you have some you know that are I mean? just better than the others. Yes. Um, yes. DC films is either fucking really good or is not. Yeah, it is. And like, this is just one of those that uh, that just that just did it for me, bro. Like, um, I would have seen it twice already, but I'm sure there was just another movie I went to watch too because. What are niggas always doing? We always watch movies. Uh, so you just have to try to find time to see all Man. these shits. Um, but knowing that this film also had to be essentially watered down because it was rated, was it was it teetering rated R? It's I the way so. it was described, or the way it seems like it was described, I I don't think... Did it had it ever gotten the R rated? I don't think it ever. There was ever like an R rated. Or it was, cut or, or was, like it, or was it on like the the Woman King type of like time, like where it's y'all niggas are like right there. Yeah, I think it was like that. Like they they wanted the PG thirteen. I think they intentionally made a PG thirteen movie, mm-hmm. but they like walked the line. It's like there's probably like one or two scenes. It's like this scene goes on a little longer if we do like a different angle of it. It's a rated R movie, but we're gonna do this so it's not like a rated R movie. God. Or even like same way Batman. Uh, had a similar yeah. kind of thing where it's like y'all are kind of walking the line there's certain shit in here that should be in a mm-hmm. rated R movie but you guys managed to stop short of it that yeah I get um, you no but I, I loved it bro I thought it was excellent I thought the fucking you know everything that went into the film you could just like I said you could just tell that they spent a lot of time a lot of money a lot of effort and energy on this film and I mean I think uh, <laughs> as far as return goes I think Warner Brothers is, is is enjoying the success of Black Adam right now in the box office uh, yeah, and also the 60 mil worldwide yeah I think 360 right now yeah um, still, still and still counting obviously still counting um, and, his, and his supporting uh, actors in the film too um, one a person that we've brought up on this pod a few times before I think uh, our, 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 our bro Aldis Hodge woo <laughs> Oh, Aldis. Good old Aldis. Let's keep Side giving note. that nigga rolls. There it is. I saw niggas on Twitter. It was like, you know what, bro? If you were going to ever, and this is not happening because this is, you know, they've said it's never happening. They're never recasting T'Challa. T'Challa. Excuse me. I'm a little sick. Aldis Hodge was what I saw a lot of niggas saying. Like, if they were to ever hypothetically recast T'Challa. Then they should have they should have given it to Aldis prior to him joining 
you know, DC. DC. Well, I mean, he still could. Which he could still, yeah, still, could. still very well do. Um, uh, I think we kind of mentioned that. Didn't we? Didn't we mention that once upon a time? Yeah, yeah. I think there might be a bit backlash, or if they would have done it before, I think it would have been a bit backlash. But With, without question. But I'm, I'm, it could work. But I've seen this movie. It could work. Anywho. All this keep giving them roles, Hollywood. This nigga here is, you know, I I enjoyed him and Pierce Brosnan. I mean, you know, come on. This it, is, it was a, it was a decent. It was cast. A, it was a good cast. Decent cast. Um, very solid. Um, like something that you can tell, like where it was, where it's leading to in this phase of DC films. Yes. Um. I think it just it you know I, as far as as DC films go, like I just said, not you know it's either really good or really bad. It's no in between. Um, I think that they've set the fucking stage, and I'm excited for this this ongoing phase of DC films. What about I you? Am. Uh, I, well, I, I genuinely love the movie. Yeah. Um, I had I don't want to say low expectations, but it was a pretty low bar for me. Yeah. For like what the movie needed to do for it to be good, like for it to be good. Gotcha. Yeah. I was telling people like the only thing this movie needs to do for me to be like. I, I enjoyed it is mm-hmm. I need to see the the rock kill some niggas which we saw plenty yeah and the plot just needs to make sense Had that you, was that was it. I feel like it hit both of those marks and it exceeded it <laughs> it exceeded true. it uh, by you know by a large margin um, I I actually enjoyed the plot a lot more than I thought I was you know what I mean they kind of did a good job of like making you think it was going in one direction and then taking it somewhere else um I think they they kind of did the um, the cool thing that Black Panther did, did where it's like they asked a really hard question um, and presented like a really interesting conundrum for like the uh, quote unquote heroes of the film, where it's like um, they thought they were saving the con- the Kandaki people from um, mm-hmm. Black Adam, when in reality they're like, well, no, this is our hero. Like regardless of how you guys see him or like what he might have done in the past, right? Like, this is, this is this is our guy. This yeah, is our champion. Yeah, like you guys haven't never been here. Like you guys never pull mm-hmm. up for nothing, and like now you guys are pulling up because he's here. Because he's here. Yeah. So I, I I really enjoyed that. I thought um, the way they kind of presented Black Adam was really cool. Uh, the only gripe I kind of had was there was like kind of a little bit too much slow motion. Mm, okay. Yeah, which isn't even like a a, a big a, gripe. Like a big gripe. It wasn't a big gripe. Like Very I guess it, minor technical gripe. Yeah, it was just one of the things. I was like, okay, like I, you know, you see in a million superhero movies, you get to the point where it's like, uh, y'all didn't have to do slow motion four, four different four times. This, yeah, right. yeah. It didn't necessarily need to see it that many times, but for the most part, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I agree. Oh, I, I do. I do like the way they're kind of setting up the rest of the DC, sort of where DC is going. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting thing about the movies that they had, like Suicide Squad references. They had like um, Justice League references and like, yes. you know, Superman references. Tons of, ton, I did, I do like the, how, I, some, in a weird way, I know sometimes like movies that are very reference heavy can be like overkill. I don't think that that this one. No, because they didn't do it in a way where it was like you know everybody's talking in the room and someone goes let's call Superman and it's like well, why would we right. do that you know what I mean or it's, you know randomly bringing on um, Violet Davis and it's like well no like they they really did it in a way that was organic to the film it made mm-hmm. sense for what was going on it worked in the context of the film and it wasn't overkill um, it was sure. really about Black Adam and like his sort of like journey. Um, I agree. Yeah, no, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the film. I liked the cameo at the end too. I thought it was really. cool. Oh boy! So let's talk about that real quick before we before we segue. How the fuck did the Rock pull that off? How oh, did he man. get the? <laughs> Do you? I mean, on, niggas, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take my jacket. You off. You gotta take his jacket off for this. One. So 
if you niggas haven't watched Black Adam, I don't know what the. F- I mean, hey, it's, it's to each his own. It, I mean, and also it's but, not even a spoiler uh, alert because this, spoiler this alert. aspect that we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. is has been spoiled. He, he spoiled it. Spoiled, it, damn he, it. He, he, he spoiled it, it on the red carpet. Right, I was like, he <laughs> spoiled it himself. Um, the Rock. Yeah. Um. But uh, go ahead. Give Bro, the people, tell the people the, rock, the spoiler. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, man, the non-spoiler, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Superman cameos in a post-credit scene, and it's mm-hmm. Henry Cavill playing Henry Superman. Henry Cavill. Uh, he Henry returned. Cavill's busy, boy. <laughs> Golly. Busy-ass niggas. No longer doing Witcher. No, no longer doing Witcher. S- somewhat surprisingly, after this whole Superman cameo. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so for years, it was rumored that Henry Cavill was out. Ironically, actually, they said Michael B. Jordan might have been in as the new Superman. Uh yeah, Corey's making a face. I don't know how it would have worked, but you know it might have worked. Who knows? Okay. It ain't happening no more. I'll tell you that much. Right. right. <laughs> uh, so the way The Rock kind of finessed this. So Henry Cavill's agent is the same agent as The Rock's agent. Ah. The Rock when he started filming oh, this movie Hollywood. was like, man, <laughs> The Rock because The Rock's also producing this. Uh, also produced right. Black Adam also, mm-hmm. from Jump. He said he wanted a Superman cameo. They filmed it without actually having like anybody acting in it. They just had like you could see the costume, but you couldn't see who was so like who it was. Yeah. Um, the Rock wanted Henry Cavill back. The studio said no. Studio said wow. um, the the old head of the studio, uh, Michael Hamada, mm-hmm. I believe his name was, said no that they have different plans. Not for the Superman. new head of the studio. Not the <laughs> new head of the studio, uh, but said you know we don't we don't really we're not, pretty much just said no. We're moving in a different direction. Right. So the Rock went over him. Come went straight on now. To, went straight to Warner Brothers. It might have still been Warner Brothers at the time. It might have been WBD. Either right. way, he went over them and was like, "Yo, this needs to happen. Like you guys don't understand. Like." When the fans see this, they will go fucking crazy, and it's probably gonna make the movie more money than if you just have like the fucking top half of fucking Superman. And they were like, "You are fucking right." Yep. And they went and they did it behind uh, Michael Hamada's back. Um, oh, well, I'm glad they did. <laughs> man, and it ended up working. And uh, I said this in the car, and I'll say it on air, you know, on record. When it's all said and done, The Rock behind the scenes is probably gonna be more well known than what The Rock does on screen. Mm. Because the way this nigga managed to finesse this whole thing, I think Black Adam was a good movie as is. It could have had no post credit scene and I still would have been and very, And I would still been very, very... Very happy with the movie. Um, yeah. But I feel like with the post credit scene, it takes this whole thing to a whole other level. I agree. And this is like the first DC movie in like the next line of however they're, they're going to continue to do their movies. Um, and I feel like that cameo really like sets it up. I do. And, I and the, the the way this nigga just brought it together is like, like nigga, like you you're fuck playing chess, playing checkers, nigga. You like are you are the rock. You are the movie yeah, star. Yeah, bro. Like you you. What the rock says. Hey. Or what the rock wants. The rock, the rock gets. says. Yeah, 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 bro. Look, man, the people's champ, bro. He did it the for the people, and champ. it motherfucking worked. He did it bro. for the people, and it motherfucking worked. And bro. it worked. So much respect to that nigga for that. Much bro. respect to the rock. Much respect for that nigga that. Uh, but before we move on, mm-hmm. give your rating out of ten. Oh yeah. Oh boy. This is a. I'm, I be trying to think of my letterbox ratings. If y'all motherfuckers out there have letterbox, please follow me, David Dean. We're on that big bitch. Yep. 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 Uh. Eight out of ten? That's fair. Recommend on a scale of four to five? Five, of course. Five. Four, recommend, I'm high, highly, highly recommend you to yeah, go see this. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm probably the exact same. Yeah. Eight out of ten. 
Five out of five to five recommend, out of, bro. Please, please I really, go enjoy I really it. think this is one of the movies that's like. It's a I, fun I can't, film, too. Yeah, I can't imagine people not enjoying the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw some of the reviews about oh, it, and I was God. like, I don't know how you guys watched this movie and didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Like, somebody made a joke that Warner Brothers forgot to pay the critics. Because, <laughs> 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 bro, if this was a Marvel movie, this shit would have had, like, 99%. That's what you said. This shit would have had 99%, Tell bro. the people, if this was not a DC film, if this was a Marvel Cinematic Universe film in the current phase that Marvel is fucking in, Bruh, fucking them 20, niggas, who knows, um, this would have 100% not have been. Bruh, the niggas would have been gassing this movie like it was the greatest shit ever. 89, ever, 91 bro. on Rotten Tomatoes type shit. I, I, think it's a, I think anybody that's listening to this that hasn't seen that film yet, Go watch the movie for sure. It's, go it's, watch it's the movie right there. And if you if you can, if it's in your city, please go see it in IMAX. Do yourself I'd recommend a favor. it. I recommend please. it. It's it's one of Do those movies uh, that deserves to be it's seen on the IMAX. The shot on IMAX cameras. Screen, Come on, like biggest possible screen. Like Do that. It, fire, bro. Fire. Sure. Um, so yeah, have Black Adam did what he had to do. Um, Nigga Adam did what he needed it, to it, do. Before and actually before we segue to the other studio. Um, mm-hmm. A question, or I guess a theory, we've had in previous episodes. Okay, from uh, the lack of success of "Don't Worry, Darling" for this whole reorganizing of Warner Brother Discovery, yeah. we said that The Rock is going to have to be the motherfucker that, that comes name, in man. and saves the studio. Has he? Has he? Has has he delivered? Is he delivered? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so like, it's a. I guess we'll get into this most likely. I guess in the next episode, but sure. it's a reason that not long after this film came out. James Gunn was named James Gunn and his uh, producing partner whose name I'm forgetting right now but mm-hmm. were named head of the studio head of the, the DC studio yeah, touch on that real quick let the people know James Gunn what else has he done in the DC uh, EU right extended yeah. universe there it is it, I think it's just called the DCU now but, uh, oh it's just DCU now yeah they dropped the E uh, okay. but um, like WWE <laughs> but uh, uh he also did Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad that came out last year. Ah, that happened right. to have um, Viola Davis in it. Viola Davis was oh, in that. Shout out Viola and, Davis. And uh, the girl that was in Peacemaker, which James Gunn also did, mm-hmm. she was in Black Adam as well. Actually, funny enough, it's probably going to be the last thing and then we move on. There <laughs> was a point, There was, we keep saying that and then don't move on, but right. there was a point where Suicide Squad was going to be about the Suicide Squad fighting Black Adam. There was like, I think... Gavin Ooh. Connor, that might have been his script for it. Um, like that would have been it. The way this movie came about, like the just the plot, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this was Suicide Squad versus Black Adam. Y'all just switched it for the JSA, mm. which I which I much much prefer. You know what I mean? I much prefer yeah. like having heroes versus Black Adam because if you got guys, people that are like morally worse than Black Adam, yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it necessarily works. Um, so um, yeah. He, I, I think he put his cape on. And he saved the motherfuckers. I think it's the reason uh, James Gunn got this job right now. Which once again we'll get deeper into later. But yeah, it's it's not going. It's um, we're gonna do an FYC episode as well. In addition to all the other episodes, yeah, yeah, promising. yeah. Right, but, niggas yeah. out there is like y'all niggas just said y'all gonna do a whole lot of Man. separate episodes. Y'all ain't did them yet. Man, don't worry, but it's coming. It's we coming. Gonna, we gonna we gonna get y'all right. Yeah, Trust it's us. coming. It's coming. Trust but, us, uh, niggas, niggas. Niggas got not only are niggas watching, but niggas is working too. Man. <laughs> Man, it's it look, it take a lot of work to make these, bring these episodes together, but but uh, yeah, uh, the FYC page for Warner Brothers does not have Black Adam, mm. so they're not looking for any awards, any awards, major mm-hmm. awards things. 
I mean, okay. Yeah, which make it mostly makes sense. Um, yeah, the mostly makes sense. The point of this film clearly is was to pull whatever the fuck is happening over there at Warner. Get them the motherfucking together because Trying to get them niggas some money Goodness gracious The way that they have been reorganizing And reshuffling And reshifting And all of that shit You would wonder like Okay what the fuck is happening At one of the most iconic studios In Hollywood If not the most iconic studio in Hollywood Uh, But another iconic studio in Hollywood Is also about to drop Quite The um, Fucking like Uh Film the right. the fucking What's the, like, franchise. It's a, it's, a, it's a it's a word I'm looking for right now. I'm blanking, y'all. Y'all got to help blanking. me here. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, one of the most highly anticipated, anticipated films. films. There it is. Of, yeah, hey, the words are coming back. There it is. One of um, the most highly anticipated. One of the films most of the highly anticipated films of the fucking year. Man, is due out very very soon here. And Incredibly this is uh, Black, uh, Black, Black Panther, Panther Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Forever. I was about to say Black Adam too, but oh, no. Oh goodness, Black Panther. Another Wakanda Black in the title. Yeah, more blacks. Yeah, in the way title. more blacks. <laughs> way more blacks in this ain't one. No, ain't no half. Ain't no half. Ain't no half sees really. Ain't no half sees at all. <laughs> it's straight to it, nigga. You can Man. see the melatonin goddamn bleeding on through the poster. The, nigga, on the poster. The, <laughs> poster just you black as hell. It's just black, nigga. And brown. And brown. They and got, brown. They got some Latinos. Got some browns in there. Hey, shout out to uh, to how. This film is, has come together. Uh, the the promotion of the film, the 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 fucking key art, the goddamn like you just said, the, like how they are clearly, and they, we're not giving anything away here. How they're about to tie in a whole nother a whole other country uh, culture, culture, whole other um, culture into and this film. The way it's kind of described is like they're gonna approach it the same. They want to approach it the same way they did. Um, they try to bring black culture at the forefront with uh, yeah. the first film. They want to bring. Mexican and Mexican American culture to the forefront with Aztec uh, culture, huh? Yeah, Aztec culture, but like a lot of like really obviously Mexican culture. They're gonna yes. draw upon Aztec culture, Mayan culture, um, Mayan but Mayan obviously culture, yeah. like the Mexican culture is gonna be like at the forefront. They want it to be at the forefront of the film. Love it. Yeah, I'm 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 super geeked. I'm super excited. Oh man, can't wait. Um, they already going like I think they dropped like a podcast. That they're gonna do on it, mm. they they have like a Howard's doing like a lecture series or something like that. Ah, that sounds that's gonna, right. Yeah, that's that's gonna be on it. Um, Ryan Coog has been kind of doing like this little press tour. So Coog's been on this press tour. I yeah. saw um, something that he recently mentioned, and you know we've said uh, early on in the podcast, one of the rising stars of Hollywood, unfortunately. Uh, we didn't get a chance yeah. to get to see Pass. him continue to rise, but. This film did happen, and they are going to honor our good guy Chadwick Boseman in, yeah. in, in, in every best way that they possibly can. And I know that Ryan Coogler said prior to the passing of Chadwick, he had just finished the script. He did. And he, uh, did. he had, um, like, the one of their last conversations was him wanting to, uh, Chadwick to read the script and, you know, give him some notes prior to him uh, passing. getting notes from... From, Mar- from, from Marvel? From, from Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, from Kevin but Feige. But unfortunately, whatever, yeah. he passed. Um, he passed uh, not too uh, not too long after that. Damn. But I know Ryan Coogler is uh, he's you know the way that the film originally was going to happen, or that was the original script that he had brought forward to Chadwick Boseman. And I know after he passed away, he had a whole epiphany of how the film was going to be now from that point yeah. on, uh, and how he was going to honor Chadwick Boseman. Uh, but the film originally was supposed to be the aftermath uh, of Endgame. Yeah, because you know. Uh, Chadwick Boseman's character T'Challa had he was snapped 
So he was gone for like that five year period. So I guess the way Ryan Cooler described it, uh, the sequel was already going to kind of be about grief, but it's going to be more so about what happens when like the king kind of goes and then comes back. Like what Wakanda kind of looks like when he's gone and has to come back mm-hmm. like that. And just how like the nation is sort of grieving and how he, his character might have been grieving over anything lost like during that time. Yeah. Um, and obviously his mother might have been grieving uh, as anything lost during that time. Right. Uh, so the film is always going to kind of be about grief. They just had to kind of pivot after Chadwick died, after Chadwick passed, yeah. you know, to kind of make it about the grieving of like losing the king. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure obviously different plot points must have also came up. But like I, the way right. this guy, the general crux of what the film is going to be about didn't change too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you mentioned that he was still going to have Namor as uh, the villain. Yeah, I can't. I don't I don't know if I read too far into that because I I want to go into this film acting, you know, I, I don't, it's almost like everything that I've learned about the film in the press, I want to go into the film acting like I didn't even learn that in the, pre- yeah. <laughs> in the press. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Um, Because, man, it's just, like I said, one of the most anticipated films of the year. Um, it has an Oscar-friendly release date. A very Oscar-friendly uh, release date. And, uh, I mean, a star-studded cast. I mean, golly. It you does. know, Unfortunately, Chadwick's not in it, but everyone else, and no, my, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but everyone else is uh, is is has is back to reprise their roles. I mean, no Daniel Kaluuya, but, you know. Yeah, no Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. Uh, but Lupita and Lupita's Nye, there. Uh, Angela Bassett. Of Riri Williams. Angela Bassett. Yeah, Dominic Thorne is Riri. Angela uh, Bassett. Uh, uh, Michaela Cole is making an appearance. She is. She is. Uh, um, of course, Winston Duke uh, and Namor. Uh, uh, t- I think his name is Tanakh Horta. There it is. I might be mispronouncing nah, his name, but, yeah. uh, but I believe that's his name. Uh, he was in Narcos. He was in uh, Narcos. That's right. But uh, a, a super star-studded cast, man, for a film that we have... Uh, Letitia Wright for and and uh, f- in the fucking course. Letitia Wright, Letitia, Letitia Wright. Wright. Didn't want to forget it, but you're sure. right. Yeah, this is like a star-studded cast or something that we've been waiting for. That we've been waiting for for for. I mean, a, a hot second. I mean, even yes, after sir. the first one came out, I was immediately ready. We're like, for oh it. baby. Yeah, I was like, I'm ready for a new one. Let's you hear it. I mean? Like, let's run it up. Let's run it up. Come on, we need more of it. Um, after the the film, or not really after the film, because you know this is going to be one of those films that uh, I feel confident will resonate with people okay. as the first one did. I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure it will. But um, is there anything else that you are looking forward to to possibly take place in uh, Wakanda Forever? Or are you just going into it like, however, th- whatever the fuck is throwing at me, I'm with it. Like, yeah, let's I'm, I'm, that's going to come together. That's, that's kind of how I'm going into it. Okay. Uh, as like somebody who's read the comics, every comic right, book movie, right, there's always like, the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I hope they they do this, or I hope we get this cameo, yeah. or I hope they pull this. But I'm also looking at it like, okay, they lost their lead actor. Mm. Um, like, I don't know if there's ever really been a sequel to a movie like this where like the lead actor's just gone and they, they didn't recast and it. And they didn't recast. Yeah, yeah so it's like you're kind of seeing about everything else. And one of the best things I liked about the first movie was how, I think I said this on a previous episode, mm-hmm. but... Black Panther, the title Black Panther could have applied to a lot of different people in the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? In terms of like what you consider a Black Panther to be, whether it be, you know, the actual hero and title and king of being Black Panther, the actual act of being a Black Panther. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it applies to so many different people in the film. So I'm excited to see how that kind of gets furthered in like... In Wakanda um, Forever. Yeah, in Wakanda Forever. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm super excited. Super excited. I, I listened to the soundtrack not long ago. How's that? It, was, it wasn't bad at all. And so I was telling some of the homies, it's not like the um, the first soundtrack with Kendrick was like an all-time great soundtrack. Goodness gracious. Yeah, like it. it what a fucking it, soundtrack. That is, boy, bruh, it's, man. Unless Rihanna decided to do this soundtrack, it would have been very, very <laughs> hard to top the first yeah. one. And they didn't attempt to top the first one. They just wanted to put together a soundtrack that kind of... That really embodied Wakanda Forever and like what, what I guess we're anticipating with the film. Yeah, so the, with the soundtrack, I mean, it was a lot of Afro beats, a lot of Latino music. Uh, E Forty makes an appearance. Hey, uh, E Forty, shout yeah, out E Forty, and he had a cool verse. Future also makes an appearance. Oh, uh, so yeah, Future's back. Okay, yeah, Super Future, Future Hendrix. Uh, but the soundtrack was cool. I wasn't mad at it at all. Okay, uh, that's some fire songs. Uh, I'm looking forward to the score. Like I cannot wait. Louis doing the score again, of huh? course. I can't of course, wait. Nigga won an Oscar for the first one. Of that, course, I mean, you he, know Disney he, and Marvel's he, like, he nigga, you're coming right back. Man, he was like, nigga, I'm coming right you're back. You're locked in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also think he's done all the scores for Ryan Coogler's movies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, I think he it was always pretty inevitable that he's coming back. But I, I mean, I'm I'm super excited for the film. I'm I'm gonna take whatever they throw at me. I think if if Chadwick was still alive, mm-hmm. my expectations for the film in terms of what might happen in the yeah. film might be. Completely different Just because it's like Okay now we're gonna see T'Challa versus XYZ Or mm-hmm. T'Challa versus You know what or I mean post, But not Post Snap to T'Challa Yeah exactly But so But because that's Obviously not gonna happen I'm just excited to see What happens in the film I agree I'm On right where they go Um yeah, and I'm also doing a report on the first Black Panther, so I'm really hey, okay. Yeah, there, there's some ideas that I'm bringing up in this report that I'm like, okay, I want to see if that's present in um, Wakanda Forever. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, look, bro, you know me, I'm I'm excited than a motherfucker. Oh man, I'm just I'm excited to see all the, all the, all the beautiful black and brown faces, man, on the big screen in IMAX, of course, because got look, IMAX got to sponsor our show, nigga. We have we man, <laughs> niggas from IMAX out there, if y'all listening. Please sponsor this. We'll, we'll, we'll take a sponsorship. We'll take a sponsorship. We'll take a sponsorship and just and just you. We can go to IMAX films and we ain't got to pay a goddamn dime. Man, uh, you ain't got to. Well, nah, fuck that. We'll take the sponsorship ads for the show too. Oh, but um, take the sp- bro, we've been promoting these niggas. We've for we've we've promoted eighteen them. straight episodes, 18, bro. This 18. is like almost. Almost like thirty some odd hours worth of, of, of IMAX content talk. of us like yo get, go to IMAX go see it in IMAX for sure. Boy. But um yeah I, I'm excited about that. Excited to see uh, the cast back. Excited to see how Ryan Coogler, like you said, is going to further this uh, uh, the uh, Wakanda and everything around it mm-hmm. in the MCU in this next phase of Marvel. Yeah. But um. Yeah, man, but someone else who is in the main cast, uh, who is making uh, headlines, and that is Lupita Nyong'o. She is, because she's uh, in, uh, what is it, The Quiet Place? Spin-off? She's going to be in the spinoff of The Quiet Place. Yeah, have you, did you like the first two? I like the first one. The second one, uh, I could kind of like Barbarian. <laughs> I don't have to oh, rewatch. Oh, shit. We'll <laughs> talk about that later. Um, um, but, um... You, you you pointed out something really interesting. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this one because, hey, you know, we got other things we want to talk about. We do. We do. Um, one of her few lead roles. Yes. She's only been in, I think I looked it up. She's only had, since she won the Academy Award for 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm. I think she's only had like two or three lead roles in about a decade's time. Mm. Um, and one of those lead roles, she should have fucking won an Academy Award yeah. or been nominated for. For us. For us. Um, I ain't, I haven't forgot. 
Academy, we have not. If you think we ever forget, <laughs> we do not forget. We don't. Not not on a show like this. We're not not on it. We have. I, our, might, I might forget when I'm off air. Yeah, <laughs> but on air, I will not forget. I ain't. We ain't forgot. But anywho, uh, yeah, no. So us, uh, there was a like an Amazon Prime movie that she was a lead of, and then there's this movie. Everything else she's been like supporting. I know she was on Broadway for a little bit. Oh, you're talking about that film when she was on in in oh, it was it's on Hulu. Uh, it's called like a uh, Little Monsters or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie, that movie. Um. Oh, and then a uh, Queen of Katwe. Oh, Queen Queen of Katwe. Yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. really good. Great film. movie. Great movie. But she oh was my god, that one. She yeah, was she was. That one. Um. But that's like what four films in a decade. Yeah. Time. Not many lead roles. Yeah. Um. Which. I, I somebody brought it up. I think on Twitter. I don't. Okay. I don't remember who it was. Um, but that really struck me as like ridiculous. Like she's such a great actress. A uh, fucking fantastic actress. Bro, and she has like such few and far between lead mm-hmm. roles. Like that. I think that's one of the things that needs to change. Like I agree. a lot. Uh, next time we we do like a little make up a movie, we gotta f- figure out a we role gotta for her. figure out a way to cast her, her and Aldis. <laughs> oh my God! That's that's it. That's a movie, right? What is okay? Hold on, cause it's some Hollywood niggas that be listening to our show. We ain't giving you niggas no goddamn shit to go in here and pitch Warner and Disney and fucking Netflix. Man, if you are, please remember where you heard it first. So please niggas remember watching, where you heard it can get their goddamn just do. But go ahead, yeah, Lupita. We got to think of a hypothetical. We got to think of something with hypothetical. A hypothetical plot so I, to be in. I, so the, I know um, somebody came up with that Rihanna and her. Somebody came up with something on Twitter with oh, Rihanna and shit, her. Oh shit! Yeah. But and it's supposed to be uh, 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 like a heist film, something like that, and it's supposed to get begin developed. I don't know where the fuck it is. Ooh. Rihanna just had a child, so I don't I don't did. know how far along it is. Like if they, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I remember I do remember this this idea. I do yeah. remember it. I yeah. remember it going viral. Uh, Lupita's also like she's she's shown her range. Yeah, like golly, she went from you know uh, twelve years a slave to. Uh, Queen of Cotsway, like you said, you know, she's Black Panther. Yeah. Fucking us. Uh, Little Monster. Like, she, the range is, is is there. It's clear as day. Yeah. Um, Just getting her in more lead roles with, I don't, I don't understand, you know, the whole reasoning behind. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure I really do understand the reasoning behind. I but that's we a all understand. whole nother conversation for a whole nother episode and a whole different week whenever niggas got the time to really dive into Man. But, uh, yes, her as the lead in this new A Quiet Place spinoff, is this going straight to Paramount Plus or is this going uh, to theaters? I, they haven't really talked about it yet. Um, if she's a leader, it'll, it'll probably go to theaters. Go to theaters. It'll probably go to theaters. Um, I don't think John Krasinski is directing this one. Okay. Um, but he's it's his idea, so he's probably either he's writing it. Either, he's definitely so. producing it. Definitely mm-hmm. producing it. Um... Yeah, I mean, I just hope it's good, bro. I got, I, I just like I said, I want to see her in like more lead roles. Uh, mm-hmm. Just knowing that this is one of her few, I'm like tears. We were talking about tears. That's the own. That's the ongoing theme of this episode here. Tears, yeah. tears of movie stars. She, not somebody that's these like are mov- these, like these are like in their own rights. Yeah, box office numbers and all of that shit matters. Sure. But in their own right, all of these people or most of these people we've mentioned here are movie stars. Yes. They are going to, it may not be Tom Cruise rock numbers, but if a person sees Lupita Nyong'o leading a film, 
there there is a niche audience out there that will go and watch it because she's leading it. And I feel like if they can get her in a role that's like, uh, um, it doesn't even necessarily have to be an action movie, but yeah. something that's like a bit more um, like a PG-13 joint that everybody's going to like flock to and she's leading it and she's playing her role like like as good as anybody else can mm-hmm. um, and probably better, or, to or be better. honest. Probably better to be honest. Come on now. It's gonna take her to, into like the tears because mm-hmm. I feel like she's just outside she's just of the right tears. outside of the tears. She's just right outside the tears. She's bubbling. And yeah, and it's not. It's no fault of her own at all. You know what I mean? Like like us should have been the movie. Us should have been the one. And really, her winning the Oscar for Twelve Years a Slave should have been it. But to be quite honest, <laughs> but us should have been the movie that's like okay, everybody wants to cast her in like as a lead actress mm-hmm. in all these types of films. Uh, I know she was going to be in The Woman King, but chose not to because of the content of the film. Um, which you know, more power to her. Mm-hmm. Completely understandable. She has the power to say yes or no to whatever Absolutely. role she wants agency. to. Absolutely, agency. There you go. There go you go. Uh, but I do feel like she like she needs to be in. Um, I don't even want to say necessarily like a Marvel film. They, they don't do like those mid-budget PG-13 movies that make a lot of money mm-hmm. right now. Um, but they, she needs to be the lead actress in like a, a movie. Bro, yo, Chris Nolan, next time you're doing some shit like Tenet. Now. Next time yeah. you're doing some shit like Tenet and you're thinking of casting like a John David Washington, as good of an actor as he is and as much as I enjoy Tenet. Next time you're thinking about doing some shit like that, even Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Uh, Hell, Scorsese. Next time y'all thinking about doing this movie, mm. like a movie. If you put Lupita in a Scorsese film, what would this film possibly be about? Oh, it would have to be like, like fucking, I, you know me. That's I kind love, of the crime heisty film I was right just going to say, you know me, I'm, I'm a, I want to see a crime movie. I want to see a crime movie. If she's playing like the understated detective that's like, she's not too loud and not too like boisterous, you know what I'm saying? Like she's just going around solving the mystery like on some cool low key shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe see a little bit of her personal life and it's like, oh, she got, like you go to her house and it's all fucked up and like she, her family don't fuck with her or nothing but she love her job so much. Yeah. Like she got to solve this motherfucking case. Like some private eye shit. Uh, ah, bro, I would love to see that shit. And then, yep, there goes your free idea. Hope y'all niggas are happy. Golly. Hope y'all well, niggas are ain't happy. That a, ain't that Oh, something. and I just thought about who should direct it. Regina King should direct this. Come on now. Hey, I, I like where we're going with Look, this. Look, I, I, I did the episode. I did an idea a few weeks, oh, a long, long time ago on one of these episodes. Uh-huh. Where I said Regina King should do like a little crime thriller. I think I said John Boyega and John Day Washington. But, but let's take um, let's take let's take John Boyega out of there. I love you, John Boyega. Love let's John. take you out of there. You're not the detective no more. Lupita Nyong'o, you the detective. John Day Washington, you the killer. Oh, and look, I, it might. I know everybody wants it to be rated R. It probably should be rated R, but we're gonna keep the budget a little bit lower, and we're gonna try to make a little bit more money. We're gonna make this motherfucker PG thirteen. Okay, might even get a franchise out of you. Oh, you know what I mean? Might even get a franchise out of you. Hey man, I I like the sound of this. You know what Regina I mean? King directed Lupita Nyong'o, John David Washington led oh, crime thriller, psychological. Take my motherfucking money. I'm now. locked in. I am. Uh, Hollywood, if y'all niggas out there listening, which we know y'all are, y'all got ears to the streets. Man. Just get, get my man here his fucking credit. But one thing man. you can't take away Hollywood from Lupita Nyong'o is that ass, because she got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not You're not taking that. You're not taking that. That's not, you can't take that you from me. You cannot take that. But speaking of movie stars here, since like I just said, you know, Tears. We yeah. got big tears. We got the top tiers. We got mid tiers. We got low tiers. We got those people who are bubbling. Yes. Who are just 
They just need that that next that little big, bit of spark. That next big, uh. You recently watched a, a movie star. I in did. A film recently. I did. I watched uh, Beast Ooh. with Idris Elba. Tell the people how you felt about that one. I, I liked it a lot. You know what I mean? It was um, it was actually a really well shot movie. Somewhat surprisingly, like I. Full disclosure, I like action movies a lot as much as I like crime thrillers. Um, yeah. I've probably seen more action movies than I've seen like crime thrillers. But when it comes to action movies, like for me, the bar is usually pretty low. Like when I saw the trailer of Idris Elba versus a fucking tiger, I was like, perfect. This is exactly what the fuck I need in a film. But when I watch the movies, like surprisingly well shot, uh, a lot of like long takes, which threw me off for a little bit. But then Will I was Packer like, film, right? Yes, Will okay. Packer produce it. Will Packer produce it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but it was a, a pretty decent movie. Um, Idris, great actor. He's got like this weird thing where it's like he can be as like intimidating and formidable as you want him to be, and he could do like the complete opposite. Mm. Like he can be a bit more timid, and like this film kind of falls in the category of like Collateral, where um, oh. you have really ineffective. How many times we've talked about Collateral? A lot, here? a lot, a <laughs> lot, a lot. It's it's a counter for every time we bring it up, but. Uh, if, in terms of like um, really ineffective like action heroes, like people lead act like lead characters mm-hmm. that are thrown into these situations, it's like you're not no disrespect, but you're not that guy. You're not the guy to be out here shooting and killing and doing all this shit, and you just thrown in this situation and you got to figure it the fuck out. Um, and I, I feel like he played that character really well. Uh, I thought the crux of the plot was pretty simple, and like they hit like the nail on the head with a lot of what was happening. Um, and you know, for the most part, the plot made sense. I liked everything, but like the very, very end, like I'd say probably like the last like five or 10 minutes was a bit like, uh, okay. Now you guys have like, you guys are walking the line of like, what's real, what's, ah, what's, what's okay. real and what's not like in terms of possibilities. Got and then it. y'all decide to go with the possibility that's not really that's real. not the most real. Yeah. Uh, uh. but Honestly, if I had to get a movie a rating, I was I'd about probably, to ask you give it to us. Yeah, out I'd of probably, ten and out of five, out of ten, your grade out of five, if you would highly or low or not highly yeah. recommend it or whatever. Uh, if I'm gonna give it a grade out of ten, bro, probably like a probably like a seven. Okay. Yeah, it would have been a little bit higher if it wasn't for that ending, like seven and a half or eight. Gotcha. Uh, in terms of recommendation, though, I'd probably say about a four. Okay. It's like, it's an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, it's a quick like, watch. Okay. Real quick watch. Uh, the movie is really well paced. The plot, like I said, it makes sense. Like, you're, you're kind of interested in it. You're invested in it. The way it's kind of shot, you're going to be, like, super, like, into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like there's not really a dull moment. Anytime there is, like, something happens, that kind of, like, snaps you up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely recommend anybody watch it if you have time it's on Peacock it's on Peacock yeah, yeah. so I was on watch that motherfucker Peacock. you know what I'm saying um, okay 90 minute watch 7 out of 10 4 out of 5 yes, I think sir. that's something that uh, I can add on my on my ever growing fucking watch list of shit man uh, it's actually on there I just haven't had a chance to really sit down and watch I, it I watch it um but okay, I, I mean, because I remember I, what was it that I saw in theaters when I first saw the trailer for it? I'm like, okay, this it, it was every summer movie I saw. I want to say it was, it was, it was, it was in there, front right? of yeah, okay. it was in front of. Um, didn't do well in the box office, although it just does really well in the box office. Uh, I think it's like nine point something billion worldwide, like three point something billion in, in the states alone. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So he yeah, that's a box office draw. He uh, look, I tell you right now, where t- t- he's in the tears. He's not. He's not tears. like. He's not super high in the tears, to get but he's to, in the tears. To get to the to get to Tom Cruise and the Rocks tier, it's, it's not you, easy. 
it is just no easy, easy thing. I'll put it like this. Like that's that's a tier that it was a lot of actors in maybe a decade or two ago that aren't in it anymore. That aren't in it anymore. That aren't in exactly. it anymore. You know what I'm saying? So that it's 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 tears and we we're gonna get into it in another we episode. We shall, we shall. But uh yeah, uh I'll say um speaking of watch list, bro, um I mm-hmm. wanna say this and then we'll, you know, quickly move on. So I know previous episodes I, I was had pretty strong feelings about House of Dragons due to uh, Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon. What is it with you it's not niggas? House of Dragons? No, it's House of the Dragon. It's only one dragon? It's only one dragon in the title. It's Game of Thrones. But it's multiple dragons in the show, it's right? It's multiple dragons. So in how the is show. it not House of Dragons? Look, you better go ask George R. R. Martin and I feel like, look, at HBO. We, look, y'all know what I mean when I say House of Dragons. No, you niggas out there, and I'm talking to you niggas. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking to. You niggas want to put S's on shit. That it ain't it. Okay, House of the Dragons. There it um, is. Motherfucking, uh, <laughs> I had some pretty strong feelings about it due to my my getting peer pressure to watch Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, goodness gracious. Come on, man. Get, man get, get, go ahead. But I changed my tune. Oh, I see. I seen, boy. I seen some of the little clips. Uh-huh. I seen the hype for House of Dragons or House of the Dragon. The, yeah. And I decided... I guess it's just me talking about the show many times just didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you helped. You know what I mean? It took a, it took a lot of convincing. Y'all, y'all didn't peer pressure me again. Okay, go ahead. But, but I'm going I'm to do it differently this time. Okay. I have a list of shows mm-hmm. that I'm going to watch before I get to House of the Dragon. Okay, is it a long list, running it's list? A, it's a very long list, and it is a running list. It's Jesus not a Christ. very long list, but it's a running list. Just to give you a few shows, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll show you right there, you know, shows to watch before H-O-D, or H-O-T-D. I got to add the T now. H-O-T-D. You even, know what I mean? Even the hashtag on Twitter. Man, uh, you know what I mean? I got a couple animes on here. I got Evil Season 3. Okay. I got to finish Southland. Mm-hmm. Raimi. I got to finish Dave. Rami. Rami, my bad. I'm on his ass, y'all. It's okay. <laughs> but go ahead. Yellowstone. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, that's a that's one. Uh, you know what? We can have a whole another conversation offline about it. We can we can talk yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. and then we'll come back to it at another time. But keep going. Yeah, Mary Kingstown. I got to finish. Yes, American Gigolo. Yes, City on a Hill. Aldous. Aldous. Mm-hmm. Andor, on Disney Plus. Yes. Star Wars show, Werewolf at Night. Okay. MCU thing uh, that I haven't seen all the way yet. Uh-huh. Attack on Titan, another anime, The Peripheral. Uh, which we'll bring up in a bit. Peripheral okay. is a Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy Nolan show, who also created Westworld. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Intergalactic, Reasonable Doubt, which Reasonable we'll definitely talk about that in a bit. Reservation Dogs, which Reservoir. No, no, Reservation Dogs, the show on Hulu. Reservoir about the about the the no uh, Reservoir Dogs is the Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, Reservation Dogs is about the Native Americans. Oh shit! That's yeah. right. It is. I didn't, I didn't watch the. I didn't technically. No, I watched the first season. It was really good. Yeah, so I heard it's good. But like on my watch thing, it says I watched the whole first season of yeah, Hulu Reservoir because Dogs like they always is. play it after whatever show I'm watching. Ah, uh, you know yeah. what? I had to turn it off because yeah, I, I might have to some, turn that shit off. Sometimes I'd wake up and I'd be in a show that I really do yeah, want to watch. Bro, Reservation well, yeah, Dogs. Yeah, Reservation Dogs is good. Go I ahead. didn't I already kill the whole first season down to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Quinn. Got to finish oh, that. Okay, up. okay, and the Judge. Oh yeah, but this is a running list. So shit is gonna running keep getting at it. gonna keep getting at it. Yeah. Did you watch the original Game of Thrones? I did. Okay, good. And I didn't. I didn't like the way it ended. I, did. I, I hated Bran Stark. Did. I, I hated Bran Stark. Many people liked him either. Yeah, Bran Stark is um, my least favorite character. In but the show. House of the Dragon is House of the Dragon. Um, it it it, it for sure. 
it, it lives up to the hype. It seemed like it do. It seemed like it do. But I got this running list. Like okay. I said, when I finish all this, we're gonna get to House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. By that time, it will be like on season two or something. Maybe even season three. Man, uh, goddamn. Uh, the fucking show, it already take them niggas 90 years to come out with the goddamn show. Yeah, you know. So I think two years, though. So the first season of House of the Dragon just ended. You know, HBO greenlit, the, greenlit it for a second season. And the third season, didn't it, didn't it get one, two, and three already? I don't know. I don't know. It they definitely had they already might've. got greenlit for the second season, like early on in the first season. So, you know, it's already under you know underway as far as developing you know, what's going to take place. And, of course, that'll probably take about two years before we see what the fuck happens in the season two. So hopefully yeah. you're caught up because, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, niggas Listen, been gassing it, bro. It's for sure one of those shows. But uh, yeah. I just had a I had a little blank there for a nah, second. Nah, you good, you good. Speaking um, of... Uh, speaking of... HBO all, shit. Speaking of HBO shit, um, uh, you just mentioned both of their names recently. Man, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy Nolan. Yes, sir. Uh how Westworld got canceled. Westworld got the can, man. It's tough, bro. Fuck. Tough. We knew it was coming, though. We knew it. We forecasted it. We knew it. it was coming. I think I after s- season three, like we've all, everybody can fucking collectively agree, season three was where the hammer was actually going to come down originally. I don't know what the fuck really, you know, was happening in season three. I can't even they really recall much. Up with season three so badly, bro. Um, there were little, you know... Moments in season three, I'm like, damn, okay. Like, I wish they would expound upon that a yeah. little bit more um, to make it a stronger episode, a stronger season. Yeah. But they didn't. I didn't even think they were going to get a season four. I, I was. Quite honest. I mean, so they didn't renew it for season four until like the until second the, to last. To the last yeah, they to went into the, the, the third season, right? Yeah, and I it, all, it almost felt like they did it when they saw like the last episode. Like, okay, we see how you guys are kind of ending and where you guys are going to go. Uh, so we'll go ahead and give you guys the opportunity to like kind of continue this, but yeah, they 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 kind of fucked up. They shit the bed for real, for real. It, it went from like a twelve million viewer average to like oh, um, a four million viewer average and in the third, strictly in the third season. Just in the third season alone, yeah. Like the second season was good. First season was 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 fucking like what you would probably consider perfect television. Yeah. Um. Second season was good though. Like, Second season was good. Was Second strong. season was good. Yeah. The third season, I was just it, it was lost. it was too fucking much going on, bro. I was too fucking, fucking much going. But on. But I felt like they really brought everything back home in the fourth season. I was really, really like impressed with, I, and I felt like I know I've said it on an episode before. I felt like the writers went to Twitter and saw niggas shitting all over the third season. It's like, okay, we need to get back to the basics yeah. here. Yeah. We need to get back to what made Westworld like an appealing show anyways. Yeah. Um, and I felt like season four, I was, you know, and like, we, like you said, you know, we all kind of saw this coming, but I thought at the very least they'd get the fifth season and that would be it. Yeah, I mean, I and they said the fifth season was supposed to be the final season. Mm-hmm. I'll also say, um, even though it's canceled now, by nature of the fifth season and even the show, they can come back like five, six years from now and do like a final season or like final series of movies, and it'll, it'll still work and make sense. But I, I agree. I felt like the fourth season really took the show back to kind of the heights of like the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, a show that budget, the damage is just kind of done. Yeah, like the third season, not not really capturing the viewers the way it needed to, like really fucked them up, really fucked them up bad, and it's unfortunate. I mean, the cast is still gonna get paid. 
Yeah, I saw that. I yeah, saw that. Niggas are still going to get paid. Make sure they get get yeah. Skrilla. Yeah, I mean they they already signed on to do a fifth season regardless. Yeah, so you're going to pay me? Are you nuts? Yeah. So them them niggas is all getting Need paid. That. Which is almost like, well, y'all may as well have done the shit. You might I, as well have done the f- since right. y'all gonna pay these motherfuckers. But uh, yeah, I think I think they fucked up. And like we talk about talked about earlier, and we talk about what seems like every episode. Uh, WBD is like they trying to cut costs and oh, like man. they trying to trying to cut budget wherever they can. You know what I mean? Pinch pennies wherever they can. And I, you know, this show getting canned is one way they can pinch pennies. That is for but certain. I heard it wasn't. It literally wasn't about the. Um, the money so much as it was about like the ratings the and it's just like got it you know what I mean it, it just doesn't make sense like to keep putting the show on that's the amount million of damn near an episode or something like bro, that bro a lot bro first season costs 100 million and obviously the budget could have only gone up from there this is true because they started yeah. just adding more shit <laughs> bro and if you watch like the little like making ofs at the end of each episode saying uh, yeah uh, something I really love to Sit back and watch. Yeah, bro, I love them, but you can see, like, everything is, like, practical. Like, borderline, almost everything is practical. As much they can do practically, they're doing. As many, like, on-location shots they can do, they do. And it's just like, okay, when when, you, when you're doing shit like that, that shit is going to cost, bro. That shit cost is not you cheap. big bucks in Warner Boy. Brothers Discovery. Until The Rock came and saved their Man. <laughs> Niggas was fucking pinty pinching, like Bruh. you just said. Pinty with a T. Man. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I hate that it didn't get to season five. Like you said, it was supposed to go to five and be done. And, you know, you, you brought up a great point. This is one of those shows where, you know, if they wanted to bring it back for the fifth and final season in, like, five years, they could because the groundwork is already laid. There. Like, it's not one of those shows that you have to fucking, like, essentially start from scratch exactly. to, to tell the story. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they can they can very easily... There's a lot of different directions they can go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so I think we actually talked about the last episode shown yeah. felt like a series finale. It did. And the yeah. creators themselves said, like, you know, the way it ended, it could, in theory, be, like, a series finale. But um, they can definitely come back and do, like, a couple episodes to wrap up some of the few loose ends that they do have left. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I would love to see them do, but, you know, financially, just don't work for these niggas, bro. You it's know, very unfortunate. And at the end of the day, we we don't know what the fuck is going on over there because we ain't the niggas is signing checks and... and, and we are not. And, and, and green lighting shows or canceling them. We are them. not. We, uh, yeah. If, so, if we were, Lovecraft Country would have been if, on this third or fourth season. Man, now. come on. <laughs> Listen, at least, it would at least got more than just and just the, the solo season, and of course, there's so many things that went into why that show didn't come back. And I guess for you know, in retrospect, I guess it's good that it didn't. But whatever, Westworld season four, final season of Westworld for now at least. Hollywood is one of those. It's a revolving door. Ten years. Yeah. Westworld's I mean, back. Like, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, I guess. We'll see. Um, but um, something else that is coming to an end. <laughs> and that's not just a podcast episode. Man. Um, <laughs> Atlanta, season four, is coming to a close. We're, we're, we're getting to the, to the final few episodes. Uh, the past two, though, man, like just this season, um, I mean, when you got a show like Atlanta, bro, you always wonder, like, okay, how can the show get any better than what it already is? And fuck, it's it's like niggas be hearing my thoughts or hearing our thoughts. It's like, oh, okay, we got you. You try to wonder, you're wondering how we're gonna get 
even better than what we just gave you this week? Nigga, wait until you see what we got next week. Bruh. It's one of those shows, bro. Yeah, it, it genuinely is. That, that, so what's funny is I think, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before where it was like, um, or maybe the episode before that, but mm-hmm. we were just talking about like our favorite episodes and I was yes. like, I think I had said the Crank That Killer was my favorite episode of the time, but like yeah, now it's like, else. man, but now it's like the Goofy episode. That, yeah. Like, and I'm not the biggest fan of the one-off episodes. The only other one-off episode I kind of liked before, or I liked a lot before this was uh, the Two Slaps or Three Slaps. Two, yeah, that, yeah, that was, that that was, was dark, yeah, but, but it was something else, yeah. But the, and this Goofy episode was pretty dark. Yeah, but, it was. But, bro, such a, such a great fucking episode. Yeah, man. That, like, just reimagined what the whole goofy like a goofy movie kind of represented and what mm-hmm. it was um and did it in a way that was like a way that was interesting it was funny but it was also very it also had like this a like, really good kind of message of like um of almost so like how they have um it's almost like about Donald Glover. Like, okay, yeah. he grew up in that black area and he might have been kind of told, like, exactly. oh, you're the white boy or whatever, whoop, whoop. And, like, now he's going kind of going extra hard with trying to do black stuff to kind of overcompensate, overcompensate. for it. And I felt like that, the Goofy episode kind of touched on that a lot, which you don't necessarily see or hear in uh, other shows, um, especially shows like Atlanta that are, like, at that high level. High, that high of that level. high, yeah. Yeah, like, I... I love the show, bro. Yeah, man. It's one of those shows, bro, that I hate that it's coming to a close, but I'm glad that it's coming to a close on their terms. Yes. I'm glad it's not one of those network things where it's like, all right, we've had enough. Niggas have yeah. gotten enough of this show. It's enough. Like, let's move on. I'm glad that it's it's been that way, and the creators behind the show wanted to end the way that it is, and they couldn't have done it a better way than season four. This is probably going to go down as my, collectively might be the best season. I've seen nothing uh, like nothing less of 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 critical acclaim per episode. Every episode, someone is like, oh shit, this is the best episode I've fucking ever seen in this show. Yeah. It feels, feels like weekly. I mean, I'm I'll, like, I'll, God damn, I'll like, be honest, bro. That Goofy episode might be like one of my favorite episodes. One of your of favorite television. episodes of the, of, the, of the series, right? Of not even series, bro. Television, like. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, of like television, bro. Like, yeah, it was, that was, it was a, really, really, really fucking a good. Really good episode. How'd you feel about uh, about Paperboy's one-off episode again? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, because a Goofy episode was so good, I was like, this is great, but it's like obviously not as good as that other I one. Mean, but yeah, but I, I thought the Paperboy episode was really great. I, I think. All the Brian Tyree Henry led episodes, like was just him essentially for the whole mm-hmm. episode. Those have all been really good really, um, really, highlights really good. of the show. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. How'd you feel about it? Oh man, uh, this season is just it's it's. I knew from the get go. Uh, I mean, I really just knew from last season because I was you know very very much an advocate for how great of a season last season was. So I knew the fi- the fourth and final season was just going to fucking take the success of season three. And just fucking, you know, give us something that we've never seen before yeah. in Atlanta. Uh, and, man, they've <laughs> they haven't proven me wrong. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said, you know, 
you hate for shows to come to an end shows that you have like a like an attachment to we as not only black people but just people you know lovers of television you know this is just one of those shows bro it's like i'm glad that it's coming to a close the way that the creators do so it's 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 gonna keep its its appeal Yes, it's it doesn't it doesn't feel like they are overstaying their welcome. Yeah, I guess. yeah, which we can uh, do a whole episode which, on shows yeah, that overstay that have overstayed, their welcome. Overstayed, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, one well, of which we brought up earlier, but um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad they got to end on their own terms and they're getting to end on a really really high note. Yeah, that goofy episode was fucking amazing, even if it's you know primarily just loosely based. You know, it could be pulled from like, like you said, Donald Glover's real life experiences. Yeah, and maybe other people's real life experiences. Uh, and, and other people's yeah. real life experiences. Uh, you know, and how they were able to, you know, make a whole black fucking executive at Disney out of it uh, uh, to uh, to greenlight the Goof Troop movie or the Goofy movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, another bona fide classic yes. film. Um, you know, and probably, arguably, I guess a lot of people's favorite Disney animated film like Disney has a lot of great animated films of course yeah Uh, but Goofy has always been one of those films that whenever I ask people like what's your favorite animated film by Disney that's always like one of those ones that's right up there a lot of people like it a lot of people like it yeah a lot of people like it it's a great fucking movie you know this is pre-Pixar Ladies too, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, uh, pre Pixar, just, just before Pixar, actually. just before Pixar. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Atlanta's uh, fucking fantastic. Hate that it's coming to a close, but glad it's coming to a close at the same time. Yeah, uh, and uh, another thing that's about to fucking come to a close here <laughs> is uh, this uh, is this episode. We appreciate everybody as always. Absolutely, for absolutely. In thank to you niggas so much. Watching. This was episode eighteen, Davy Dean. Before we out of here. Anything else you want to tell the people? Get off your chest. Man, only that you guys can follow me at Deanie Bus. There it on is. On IG. You can follow the pod on nw.podcast. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, the NW pod. Also, the same thing for TikTok. Links are always in the bio if I fucked it up. You know what I mean? Uh, thanks for listening, man. Anything else you got for me? Oh, man, you know I ain't got shit else. Uh, I ain't feeling that well. But guess what? I'm glad that we all here, and I'm glad that we've got a chance to... Uh, talk movies and TV with y'all as we always do. Absolutely. It's a jam-packed episode. Hope y'all fucked with it. Super, super jam-packed episode. We actually could keep going, but, you know, actually, ha-ha, there's one thing I do want to shout out. Shout out Ethan Hawke. Shout out Uh, Ethan Hawke. You know, uh, a few episodes ago, um, shout out Ethan Hawke, one, because it was his 52nd birthday. 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 Golly. (laughs) Y'all, look. It's, just, it's been one of the We almost days. out of here, Corey. We, we almost, almost out of here. Uh, <laughs> Ethan Hawke's 52nd birthday was recently. It was. Um, and a few episodes ago, I was talking about The Black Phone, which it being like probably one of my one of my favorite horror films of this year. Yes. Uh, but definitely one of my favorite Ethan Hawke films. Uh, and I'd mentioned it being like outside of uh, uh, Sinister, I think. I said Black Phone and Sinister are like some of his like darkest roles. Okay. And uh, one of our lovely listeners out there had an addition to that. Okay, let's hear it. Taking Lives 04 with Angelina Jolie. Shout out to you out there. Uh, we appreciate this. Is look, we love listening, listener notes and listener feedback. We do. Um, you know, reach out to us. Like he just said on IG, on Twitter, if you ever have something, it's like, yo, y'all said something, but you know, uh, 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 I wanted to throw this out there too. Or, yeah. you know, if there's just anything that you can, th- not anything, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's not anything. On. Uh, like, yeah, that that's w- within what we've talked about on the episode. Yeah. 
uh, feel free to reach out to us and uh, shit. If if niggas you know was was talking too fast or you want us to expound a little bit more, um, feel free. You know yeah, we, we love we love some uh, little feedback from and our that, listeners. Speaking of that, yeah, real quick and then we're done. I promise. Jesus Christ, we yeah. told niggas. In I know, times. right, right. <laughs> but somebody somebody did say uh, a good person to play fucking uh, Metal World Peace run our test. Freddie Gibbs. Wow. They said Freddie. So I haven't seen Bust Down. Bust Down is actually going to go to on that list that I named. On that uh, list, list. That yeah, named. I'll add it right now. But apparently, Freddie Gibbs was pretty decent in uh, Bust Down. Uh, shout out to our listener. He said uh, Freddie Gibbs would be a really good Ron Artest. He suggested Freddie Gibbs for Ron Artest. Very fucking random, but I actually love the idea. Yeah. Not as ran- random as Leslie Odom Jr. Not as uh, not as random as Leslie Odom Jr. Shout out Leslie Odom Jr. Shout out Leslie. Uh, but uh, I like I like that idea. But another idea I like is knife. Take us the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>